Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the JMS podcast with me, John. And I am on my own today, uh, as there is no Sam today. It's a few last minute issues, but today I have Dave DL Jones join us today. It'll be it's down as DL Jones on your Voxrex. So. Yeah, they can put me down as Dave Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me uh, today. Welcome. I would say join us, but yeah, thank you for joining me. Um, I was, I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask about that, the uh, DL side of it and everything like that, just to gain an understanding. Obviously, we'll talk about your career, uh, talk about everything in and around it and some of the highlights and some of the guys that you've been in with. Um, but what I like to do, like uh, we uh, we spoke about, just strip it back. How did you start boxing? Start boxing? Uh, well, I didn't really do much sport when I was a kid. When I was a kid, none of my family's into sports. But I started doing kickboxing when I was about 11 with Ray Eskew. Okay. Yeah, my mate Marlon King took me along to uh, do kickboxing, and uh, that's when I first met Ray. And I've done that for about a year and then left and then started doing, uh, playing basketball, playing rugby and just dabbling in different, yeah, different well, sports. No, I used to love, love basketball. Like I get excited yeah. just for the school. You know what I mean? When it was, uh, what was it? Every Tuesday, I was well excited because tonight's <laughs> basketball night, you know? And then, uh, as you can probably tell, it's too short to play. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, all the way through school, played basketball and rugby. And then I left school and then become more chilled out. You know right, what I mean? okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so so, I, so I, yeah. I understand that because obviously you do two ways. Obviously, you go, you, as you leave school, then you like yeah. make birds and stuff. And then, do you know what I mean? It's that. that. I actually started my A levels when I left school. So okay. I've done good on my GCSEs. I don't know how, but I've done good on my GCSEs. <laughs> and then I started my A levels. That lasted about two weeks. Thought, and then I was like, you thought, fuck this. I didn't want to do that. How it went until I was about 18. Okay. Like, I've always been interested in boxing. But then when I was about 18, 
I see um, an advertisement for Sheerness Boxing Club. Yeah. And I was actually watching uh, the film come out, Fight Club. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've always been sort of uh, not much confidence, you know what I mean? A, a little bit, quite a quiet lad, shy lad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then uh, I was watching Fight Club, and there's a bit in there, and it says, when you fight, the volume of life gets turned down, and everything becomes easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that stuck with me. Now, at the same time, I see these uh, poster for Sheerness Boxing Club. So I'll, oh, I'll go along. Give it a go. Yeah. We're yeah. along with my brother and just got hooked. Hooked Dude, on it. Ray there. And, and he... No, that was uh, Mark Baker. Okay. Yeah. He was um, the Skembries. They, 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 they was when I started up. Was it, um, I know Lenny, was it uh, Joe? Joe Skembry started up. Okay. Uh, He's sort of a legend on the island. Start, yeah. Yeah, started up Sheerness Boxing Club. Okay. Then it was Mark Baker when I was there. And, uh, yeah, I just fell in love with it and just trained hard. So as you got hooked, did um, how did you start? Did you start amateur on licence? Uh, where did How did that? I just trained. You just trained? Yeah, just trained you know? for, for a few years, trained. And then when I was 21, you, know, you just turned 21, mm. then decided to join the army. Oh, okay. Obviously, I, I weren't doing anything. I was, I was in and out of crap jobs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Just still messing about with the same people, doing the same things. and just need, It was me and my cousin. Right. We, we sat there one day and we are just like, we need to change. We've got to do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he was talking about the army. and To be fair, I, uh, <laughs> I'm Navy, ex-Navy. So, um, oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was waiting, <laughs> I was waiting for it. But uh, very similar. I, did, I left school with nothing and I was like, I can't. Do was literally you fucking about, and then you're like, I can't live like this. What do I need to do? So I understand your position of where you've, how you've joined. Yeah. So you joined the army. Did you? What, where was the boxing aspect with that? Uh, well, uh, if in the units they they do uh, in the unit boxing, and I, I got uh, I, I joined in with uh, the boxing now. But then every time I get ready for a fight, it'd be my first fight. And, you know, every time I'll train with them, get ready for a fight, and I'll get moved somewhere. Because I was right at the right. beginning. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just get them moved about. But then I was in, well, I was at Water Beach, and one of the um, the head of the PT, he called me into his office and said, like, we're going to do boxing. Uh, do you want to join the team? And he, I was like, well, where's the rest of the team? He said, you are the team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, no so, pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, but that that was decent. I had him one on one training yeah. me for like the the top top bloke of uh, the PT. Now got pulled out of everything and just boxed for what was I done, done that only a few months. You know what I mean? So I got moved again straight after. So I spoke about the facilities. So I done. I jumped on the Navy uh, novice boxing team, um, and I spoke about the facilities being not world class, but just under. I'd say they were quality, like unbelievable for what they are, they were. What were the army facilities like? Uh, at core core level, they're pretty good. But then uh, I got well, I, I spent quite a while in the army. Went out to Afghan. When I was in Afghanistan, 
I got called back to have trials for the army boxing team. Right, okay, yeah, makes sense. Yes. Yeah, all right. And then the, 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 I got into there and the facilities there, they were something yes. else. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. what I like. I, I um, you, you take away like the GB boxing team and I'll put the, just under, like the Navy just under. So yeah. I imagine the army going to be pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when boxing See, probably took off. I also imagine that you're, Reputation. If you haven't had a fight, but you're going around and they're trying to get you to join their club and stuff like that, and I imagine that it's a um, your name's actually being banded about that you can throw hands, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have a fight for the first few years. What was I? I was twenty-two the first time I had a fight. So what's that? That's three years. Yeah, yeah three, three four years. years yeah, that, just training. So, so I knew how to fight when I've had my first fight, if you know what I mean. And you're getting that one-on-one as well, yeah. which is very hard to come by as well. Yeah. So how did the first fight come about? First fight? Yeah. That was with that geezer the, um, in the uh, the head of the PT. Yeah. yeah, I ended up fighting for him. I had a fight um, at Brompton. Oh. Yeah, that was my first, right, okay. yeah, first fight over there. Against some, I don't know who it was, but it's for the core championships. Yeah. Did you, know, you do any inter like championships in uh, uh, like RF Navy Army? In a, yeah, later on when I was in the army team, I did. Right. Yeah. And what was it? Just straight amateur. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. straight amateur. Um, like get jumping in then. So you obviously you're dealing with you've you're training for three years. How did um how did you find it? Like actually getting in there after all that training, working hard because boxing is not an easy sport to do. No, it's not. So after you work hard, how did it feel getting in there and stuff? Well, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Mm. You know what I mean? From training mm. to getting in the ring. That's what a lot of people don't understand. You know what I mean? People that uh, sit there on the, the armchair supporters. Yeah, right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they talk about, oh, should have done this, should have done that. You know what I mean? They have no idea yeah. what it takes. <laughs> the only people that know what it takes to get in the ring are people that have been in the ring. Yeah. doesn't matter what level you're at, whether it's um charity event yeah. up to the top pros, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all the same. You've yeah. all got to get in the ring. You've all got to go through that. It's not just the day of it. It's weeks leading up to it. I mean, it's, it's fight week. That's when bang, that's when it hits you. You know what I mean? Here yeah. we go. We're off. <laughs> Did um, you know like when you're going into a fight? So I, I am... Um, I have this thing where I'm fine until that music hits. And when your music hits, that's when my ass drops. Yeah. Uh, where how? When did you start to get them feelings like to jump in the ring? Was it? Uh, would you get them during the week or was it the day? Or I usually it's uh, fight week. When yeah. Fight week comes. That's when sort of the stomach drops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's happening. Yeah. And then uh, then then it dies down again. And it just goes up and down, up and down, all the way to fight day. Then the same game fight day. You know what I mean? We're not going to the venue and everything, but when I'm sitting in the change room, that's the worst. That's the one. You know, you, you're not, you, you don't train for that. You don't train no. sitting in the change room <laughs> right, waiting to fight, do you? Yeah. See, it's funny. It's, it's good to get like different experiences because um, I, I'll, I'll give you like, so when I'm in the change room, I'll just try and fall asleep. So I just try and fall asleep and just think about nothing. Uh-huh. But literally, when you start doing the pads and stuff, and you're like, so I think it's that you know where you go. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. Then you start them pads, and you're like, oh no, shit, this is fucking real. I cannot go back. That's where I'm like, oh. that's probably what hits you so late. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I'm going through that when I'm in the change room. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Fuck. And I'm like. 
Yeah, it's all right. Then I'm like, oh no, fuck, it's happening now. And then you yeah, go, it's the opposite. It's when when I start putting the put the gloves mm. on, start warming up, and start getting ready. Then then that's that's what we're trained for. That's what yeah. you're used to. That you know what I mean. Getting in the going in the ring and fighting and training. Once the sweat starts going, that's when the nerves sort of drop yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, okay. So literally, it's complete yeah. opposites. Then that's um, how many fights did you have in the army then? Uh, late twenties, but okay. Like so you had a good thirty. Fights. I did because um, for me when when I was there they, the guys that were the Navy team they were dealing with like they were like I think one of the lads was a number three in the UK amateur wise and stuff like that were you dealing with like, or were you going around doing the amateur stuff as well like trying to get ranked and stuff yeah or, it was all amateur yeah, yeah. was yeah. it rank was it was you ranked in the amateurs or anything like that uh no, I weren't really that. No. Weren't really good enough to be honest. That's when uh, Tyson Fury was in the rankings and uh, all them lot. You know. Oh, I mean? okay. Yeah. So you got like potentially the golden era yeah. of yeah British boxing there. Yeah. Or you're trying to come up against. Was there any names that you thought in the amateurs that you? No. No. All right, fair enough. No. No. No, it's right. a tough lads, you know what I mean? I've, I've fought some decent you lads. Fight a heavyweight as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you're not getting hit. You're not getting hit. You're not getting tickled, are you? No. You're getting a bit easy. <laughs> no. Which yeah. is going to be that different kind of power to what someone like me would be used to. Oh, heavyweight. The difference between cruiserweight and heavyweight is just unbelievably different. You know what I mean? That's where... Mm. People like music, you know what I mean? He, he's coming up, what a skillful fighter. Yeah, of course, yeah. But coming up to the heavyweights, that's a different kettle of fish, that is. But he's doing well, then, Yeah, of course, yeah. No, I, I, well, I'm going to put it out there. I think he beats Fury. You reckon? Yeah, I do. I think, Fury, I think he's better than Fury, but he's, yeah. Fury's too big. He's big old boy. And but what a good fighter. Oh, both of them, both uh-huh. of them. But watching, it's um, it's a very, especially for heavyweight boxing, you're lo- watching footwork of like middleweights and and you're like, wow, like it's, it's yeah. impressive. So you you leave the army, um, you come out the army, what year? 2008. Well, yeah, it was 2008 when my boy came along. That's oh, okay. So you left because you had a little boy in that? Yeah, yeah. We put my little surprise coming along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it was a choice. It was like, stay in the army or... Which is difficult. Yeah. Yeah, which... But then, yeah, because I went out to Afghan once and it's like six months without seeing your kid. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not doable. Yeah, not no. Doable. Six months for me will be a long time. For a kid, six months, that's, that's a long, long, yeah, long time. Yeah, of course. It? And without understanding what... Yeah. You have that understanding of these are the days that are counting down. Yeah. Kids, some fortunately they don't. So I have so you, to leave. You leave in 2008. Um, you don't fight pro until 2014. What filled a gap for me from 2008? Um, when I was, well, I left the army and I went straight into uh, building building work because I was in the Royal Engineers. So I got my bricklaying trade. That's and, why you uh, was at Brompton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got me brick lane trade and uh, went straight on building site and I fucking hated it. Right. <laughs> what a difference. You know, I mean, I was a full-time boxer, full-time getting paid. That's yeah. it. I was a tracksuit soldier for a couple of years, you know what I mean? Doing something I love and well, then working on a building site. Also, I think the struggle for leaving a uh, military force where I don't think gets spoken a lot is you're institutionalised yep. and you now have to come out so you're getting told what to do how to do it when to do it I know it took me three years I was only in four and a half 
it took them three years to adjust to civilian life. Yeah. Did you have that adjustment, I imagine? Yeah, yeah. Because, like you said, you're told what to do, when to do it. Mm. You, you ain't got to worry about anything apart from that. You, you get fed. Yeah. You get you got your roof over your head. You've you got to worry about nothing. All you've you got to worry about is your job. Yeah, of course. You know I mean, just do your job, do it properly. And, and yeah, At the yeah. time, my, my job was boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, then leaving was, yeah, you do get into suicide. It's it a struggle. Dad, did you... Um, did you have any like issues coming out or was it just a fact you ended up on the building site and you just carried on with uh well i ended up on the building site and i was on i was on working at the olympic site when i was building that oh, okay and uh they just chuck money at you basically mm. i mean i don't know how it exactly works but they've got to spend a certain amount of money so they can get more money from the government yeah so they just chuck it at us it's the I mean? you lose you use it or lose it mentor, yeah basically really. it's a weird yeah weird mentor yeah so we was getting paid quite a lot but Doing not a lot. Are you boxing um, back as a civilian now then? Or? Nah, I got fat. Right, okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Mate, yeah. I can't like... Mate, I've done nothing. I've done, <laughs> literally, me and my mate Sean, we would uh, we, we would literally hardly doing any work. So we was uh, at lunchtime going to KFC, going yeah. to Burger King. Every Friday was all you can eat pizza. You know yeah. I mean? Just got fat. <laughs> So how did you how did you um, how did you get back into boxing then? If you, um, I lost that job. Right. That's when I started boxing again. Was it just a prod? Um, oh, well, I've got don't worry, I've got the words. But anyway, so you started you started back boxing because yeah. you lost your job. So um, what did you just think? Geez, you needed to get. I just need to do something. You know what I mean? Because. Oh, yeah, coming out of the army, going into that job, I was working all the time, so I had no time to mm. no time to train. You know, what I mean, we, we were working in London, so we was leaving at like four o'clock in the morning, getting home at eight, nine o'clock yes. at night. You know I mean, so constantly working. The money was good, but I had no time to train. But then suddenly, I got time again. And what am I going to do? You know what I mean? And yeah. So, so did you end up back in the same place? Yeah, we're back to CNS Boxing yeah. Club. Then uh, Steve Brum had it. Well, we still got it now. Right. And Stephen Chris Brum and uh, started training with them. It took me a while to get fit again. <laughs> you know, I was training with them for a year, year and a half, maybe even two years until I, I fought again. It, which doesn't surprise me, like obviously with what you're saying, and I think there is fitness and then there's boxing fitness, yeah. which are two different things. I don't think I can even say I've ever been boxing fit. I've just been casually fit i think yeah. which is the uh the other side of it so um did you go back to amateur or yeah yeah i went back to amateur well after a lot of training yeah then i uh, went back to amateur and um my first fight i went up to right up north somewhere it was his geezer what's his name ryan fuller i think yeah ryan fuller and uh he was a fucking unit <laughs> You know what I mean? He was to, like, <laughs> to be fair, I don't think you're fighting not units. I can't see you fighting. Yeah, like there's, there's units. <laughs> yeah, all right, units. fair enough. All right, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> they, they, they sent down, sent down to Steve, and uh, they said to Steve on the phone, like, your geezer ain't too big, is he? He ain't too strong in like this business. <laughs> oh, I didn't know what to... That old chest. Yeah, I know, that old chest. I travel all the way up north, and they see his geezer like, you cheeky fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, no, nah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Um, like, so you're back in, you're back into the swing of things then? Or? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I fought him, I beat him. Mm. Then I had my second fight, 
which was uh, in on the island. Do you know Tantra on the island? Uh, you've it's a nightclub. It's right. a nightclub on the island. I, I don't think I've ever been at. No, it's, it's but... basically the only nightclub on the island. Okay. But we was fighting there on a home show. Like, I sort of got talked into it. I didn't really want to do it because when I was boxing for the army, like, no one knew that I boxed. Yeah. You know I mean, I'd just go away, fight, just enjoy it really, fight and come home. That's it. No one yeah. around here knew that I boxed. But then everyone knew that I was fighting now. You know what I mean? Right. The word got about. And, and everyone um, wanted to come and see. Yeah, everyone did come and see. It didn't go too well. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it, it was, it was, yeah. I, 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 I caught him with this left hook in the first round, wobbled him, and then I went in like a bat out of hell trying to, and then walked onto his right hand, boom. Right. Good night. And as we know, heavyweight boxing is uh-huh. going to take that, isn't it? It's uh-huh. not, yeah. Yeah, it's, that, um, that, that was hard to take. You know what I mean? First time everyone watched me box and I'll get sparked in the first round. Oh, and it's... I, so I can imagine as well with what you're saying about the armchair fans. And I, this is something I found as well. You'll get out and then they'll be like, oh, you should have done this and you should have done that. And you're like, hold up a minute. Like, this is... I haven't just done it on purpose. No, I'm not. I've not gone in there. Yeah, right like, like I've tried. I've done something. Uh-huh. And it's, do you know what I mean? And the last thing you want is everyone going. Yeah, yeah you should have done this. Should have done that. And you just want to go fuck off and leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So from there, you did, how many amateurs did you have back? Well, after that. Yeah. Well, after that, oh, not many. I've done that one, but then. That's that. My confidence was knocked from that. Right. You know, I mean, big style because that that was quite that, that hit me hard. Mm. But then uh, I had another fight up in it was a few months later in London somewhere, and I thought it was I should have beat, but my my confidence was knocked. You know what I mean? I lost to him as well. Right. And then yeah, I lost to him. I shouldn't have beat him. Um, I should have beat him, but I lost to him. But then I had another fight against this geezer who's like seven foot one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah that was a close fight I lost that one as well right but that that was a close fight that's when I built my confidence up a bit because I, we went at it you know what I mean I'll, I'll give it to him but and he was just too big for me just too, a big old boy yeah and he's a good boxer Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, and then, I'd, you know, um, then I fought in the elite ABAs. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask about like the ABAs or any of that. Did yeah, that was, that was my last pro fight. Uh, that was my last amateur fight against uh, Nick Webb. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Nick, Nick Webb, Webb. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be fair, and I've, this is going to be really disrespectful on his behalf. Um, he's 
he, he was like what thirteen and zero, and then got badly knocked out by Dave Allen if on yeah. Sky, if I, as I remember as well. And they were both at similar, as I remember. Yeah. So yeah, um, do you think Nick Webb? Yeah, I was doing well. Then the, the second round it was the first year. You know when they stopped uh, wearing headguards? Yeah, yeah. It was the first year about headguards. Right. And in the second round, I, I was beating him. I didn't think I stood a chance because obviously I was coming off these three defeats. The last one built my confidence up a bit because I was fighting this, but I lost by a narrow against that seven foot giant. Yeah. And then uh, I, I went in and I thought, fuck it, I'll just go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Go, 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 go and give it a go, see what happens. And I was beating him the first he's, round. And he's a heavy hitter. Like yeah. I've seen, obviously, like I said, the Dave Allen fight is the one that sticks out. But he was on Sky uh, and I think it was BT as well for a few different fights. So I think I see him a few times and he hit hard. Yeah. He was a big hitter as yeah. well. So like, like he was, a, yeah. So you're not, again, you're not jumping in with small geezers no. that don't hit hard. When I say beating him, I'm not saying that like, I think I edged no, him. No, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I didn't put it all over him, but any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, of but I've seen it back and I, I, I've done well, done well. But in the second round, I've got a little nick above my first year of our headguards. The ref, the uh, doctor come in. And then stopped, stopped. Stopped the fuck. I thought, like, please don't stop this. <laughs> he yeah. stopped it, went in the chamber, literally a little dribble coming down my eye. Was it going in your eye? No. I'm surprised at that. Yeah, so that's what they like, do, Literally they? nothing. Come down yeah. the side of my eye and they stopped it. Oh, that's, and that's a shame. Yeah. No. We've... That side of it, then, you, if that's your last fight, how did becoming a pro come about then? Well, because uh, if you, as you uh, did, you gain confidence from that Nick Webb fight. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was it. They, they, they showed that um, mm. you know, what I mean, that what sort of level I'm at. Because when I fought Nick Webb, he was known in yeah. the amateurs. You know, what I mean, he was properly known. And I was shitting it coming to that fight. Like, worst I've ever, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Properly shitting it going to that fight. And the way I performed against him, I was like, you're all right here, you know what I mean? You can do something. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was before that I, I met, met Ray. Yeah. Who was doing... Well, what happened, I was looking at, looking in the local paper and then I'll see a picture of uh, boxers there and uh, Ray was with all his gang. In the middle of them... Was Joe L. Fade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe, I was in the army boxing team with. He slept in the bed opposite me. Ah, okay. But he's from Doncaster. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, what the fuck's Joe doing here? Joe's <laughs> on the island. So, <laughs> yeah, so I went down to, found where that gym was and went and see Joe and that, and that's where I met Ray again. And then Joe, because it, was it when Joe was doing the, when he become, turned over, I think he, because he was with us. Me and Sam doing, we were doing the unlicensed shows at the tavern. Yeah. Did he start with the pros then? Was it? He, he was at the end of his pro career. Oh, was, it, oh, so this is before us as well then. So this was when he was fighting. Yeah, yeah. He was. I think it might have been his last fight or he was okay. fighting at the end when he was just turning into management. That's when they said to me about turning pro. I've never thought of turning pro in my yeah. life. I mean, it won't really just... I was boxed because I enjoyed it. That's yeah. It. Then they then they said about Tony Pro. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> I'll go for it then. Uh, sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. And how did the um? How did like? Because obviously people spoke about the board and stuff like that. How was that? Because I could imagine when it's like so. Um, Sam says it's like having being sank out the apprentice. You've got everyone sat there and you have to sit there and obviously speak about how was the board. Oh, uh, for me, it's pretty easy. 
because um, you're going to have amateur experience. Yeah, I, I, that's you? the thing. If you got yeah. amateur experience, that's the one. And the geezer that was in charge, he was ex forces as well. Okay. So um, the, the I was in there with one other person who was unlicensed. He he had, you had to have a uh, diary. He brought in this portfolio. You know what I mean? They had little graphs and everything about everything. This is me fired, I promise. Yeah. yeah. I had this little, um, like, a diary yeah. that I wrote on the way up there. I wrote morning, run, <laughs> PM, boxing. You know what I mean? I wrote on the way out there in Joe's car. And uh, I'll give that to him. You know what I mean? He had this portfolio. And because I had uh, unlo- um, amateur, amateur experience and ex-army and all that business, you know what I mean? It yeah. Pretty straightforward for me. How many amateurs did you have in the end in total yeah, then? About 20. Oh, so, oh late yeah, 20s, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Apart yeah. from the, the couple at yeah, the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, your first fight was 2014 against Moses Matavo. Yes. How, uh, so now you're a pro. Yeah. Go and get yourself to the famous York Hall. Yeah. How are you finding that? Like oh, fighting your cold, that's that's something else, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 was a little bit different from what I'm used because I'm used to going and being the away fighter with the army where we travel mm. around all the time. You ticket selling for this one? Yeah. How many tickets did you have to do for it? You had to do around a hundred. Right. So yeah. you, and and everyone that I've had on ticket selling is the hardest part of boxing yeah, it's, it's shit yeah it's shit <laughs> you know what I mean you have to have a, I, don't, I don't like talking about myself and like you know I mean you sort of got to big yourself yeah. up and, and sell yourself you've got to sell yourself market yourself and it, it's just what a load of shit that is and what I find is some people naturally have a flair for it yeah some people just want to box and we get like because this was a journeyman podcast. Um, so it was talking about obviously how journeyman work, stuff like that. You can get some really talented journeymen that are hard as nails and they're fucking decent. But because they've got these losing records, they don't get the respect, but yeah. it's because they can't sell tickets. Yeah. Or can't so, be bothered to sell tickets. Or can't be bothered to sell tickets. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. So you, and did you do that? I'll take it. You sold all hundred. Yeah. 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 I've done a work with tickets. A bit of a struggle. You mm. know what I mean? As I was a bit older as well, I was like, was I 33, what, two, whatever I was. You know what I mean? So as you get older, you get less friends, don't you? Yeah, the you know circles I mean? obviously start yeah, to yeah, shrink. Everyone's got their families. And... and you can send it out to 300 people yeah, and only 50 of them take it. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, uh-huh. it's a pain in the ass. Yes. Um, so you, how was it on your pro debut? It was, it was good. The, the thing that I remember most is... Uh, I went out. I, I, I got ready and all that, and uh, I went out to get a drink just down just down the road when it gets loose so whatever. And I come out the venue, and all everybody that I know come out the coach. You know, yeah, I mean? they're yeah. all walking along. Everyone was singing my name, and like, you know, what I, mean? I don't know where they're singing. I was like, yeah, this is all right, isn't it? <laughs> I like it. Enjoyed yeah, this. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, the fight was all right. Obviously, a lot of nerves, but. Yeah. And then you're telling yourself you're now a pro, pro boxer. Yeah. Uh, so you went on to James o- Oliphant? Yeah. Uh, Grays. Uh, Grays. Yes. That was a hard fight. That was that that was tough, that fight. I, um... Is it, again, like I said, one of those where, because he had a one and seven record, but what people don't understand is like, these gentlemen geezers are talented. Oh, they can artists, fight. Yeah, yeah. They can fight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was more about me because I found out uh, Ray's wife Kelly 
it didn't take her long to find out. But after this fight, I spoke to her and she said that I had anemia. She's like, how much greens do you eat? I'm like, I don't eat greens. I don't like greens. You need to eat greens because you, um, you've got a lack of iron. Right. Which means you, you're anemic. It means you lose energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Energy. Leading up to this fight, like, I, I just had nothing in me. Like, when, when I was training, just, just felt like shit. You know, I, mean, I didn't say anything to Ray because I didn't want to pull the fight. Yeah. But that was a grueling fight. Grueling, just had to dig in like I've never dug in before. I got, I got the result. I think I won every round, but. Yeah, which I, so, and then, cause you're working with Ray and yeah. I know, that, um, his wife, Kelly, um, used to help him quite a lot. If I, yeah. I imagine she was helping you as well. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Because she does all personal training yeah, stuff, isn't yeah, she's it? As into well. Business, so, your, um, did you change your diet when you after that fight? Yeah. Then I got, um, you know, the Nutribullet. I still got it now. Okay, the yeah. Because so yeah. I don't eat greens, don't particularly <laughs> like greens, but I'll, I'll get make the shakes. Fucking game changer. I remember, and, I've got a Nutribullet. I remember them being quite a big yeah. thing as well. Yeah. And you still do that now? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's an absolute game changer. So, I've, never, I've never had energy like that, considering before when I was boxing, I mean, I've always been known as being fit, but this just give me an extra, extra that bit. boost, yeah, you know, that boost. Not being anemic, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, and extra je ne sais quoi, let's yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you fought, then fought Paul Butlin? Yes. At Medway Park yeah, as well. Around, yeah. That was with the um I don't know, you might not know, but I I was there for this fight. Um you couldn't drink inside the because uh, it had the special flooring and stuff. Oh, they had yeah. set it all up for the boxing. Um how was that? Because I remember that fight being an absolute war. Yeah, that was a tough fight because um I got got offered a few fights, but uh, a few got pulled out, a few got it got changed a few times. And then Paul Butlin's name come out, and he was a uh, former Central Area champion. Yeah, you know? I mean he he was a decent fighter. I was like, I want him. And he he was a like he he um if I remember rightly done um what's the old Sky tournament? Oh, what prize fight? Prize fight. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, he done prize fight yeah. and stuff. Yeah, as I remember, Joshua. He's been in with. Yeah, people, you know, I mean, obviously. He's a stepping stone for them, but they're on a different planet to us. Yeah, decent. Yeah, but he was a decent fighter. Decent fighter. That was a close fight. That he thinks he won. I think I won. I got the decision. Yeah, it was a. I I just remember it being an absolute war. And yeah, it was, I was a good like, fight. And it was one of those where you sit back and go, "I'm glad I'm not a judge." And I put my <laughs> hands up. I just remember going, yeah. "I'm glad I'm not a judge for that because that was a difficult fight." And that yeah. was a good. It was good though. It was really like I found it really entertaining. It was good to see. Like for me, it was. You to be fair, you're probably my first exposure of professional local heavyweight fighting uh-huh. and stuff. Um, and I just remember things like, and I'll come another fight. I'll come back to later with things like body shots and stuff like that. And I'll come back to that in a bit. But yeah, that that was sort of my first heavyweight local fight. Let's say with you versus Paul Butlin. Um, you went on to fight Igoris Bocha, Bocha, Bocha. It, yeah. After Paul Butlin, that was I've it. Got a few foreigners after. Yeah, that. you I had. I don't really remember what's, what's <laughs> them, to be honest. You had uh, Igoris, um, then you had Veliki and Zelatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine, are you? So at this point, um, are you looking? 
what's your plans in professional? But at this point, at this point, I was uh, like most pros, though. You know, what I mean, the people like build up my record, mm-hmm. then go for titles. Yeah, and then, then you fight people that other other people. That's how pro boxing works. It's just yeah, like, of course. Look, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's all money. It's all it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's that, that's pro boxing. You you fight the journeyman. You build yourself up, you get your unbeaten record, then you fight someone else that's done the same thing for a title. Normally, you know I mean? Southern area, because your yeah. Masters is, you have to have, fight a winning record, if I remember. Yeah. Then you go Southern area for yeah. that yeah. side Proper of it. Proper title, Southern area. So yeah, you, you fight uh, Jiri, so a lot of them are Medway Park, and then you fight Jiri Savasic, 16, uh, Maidstone. Which one was that? Uh, so it was. Again, um, was that he had a round? Yeah, he had the rounds deducted for falling in between the uh, ropes. Oh yeah, he was a fucking clown that day. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> just, he, he jumped through the ropes a few times. You know, he, he just didn't want to fight. That was a frustrating, horrible fight. That was. <laughs> he, 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 but yeah. So yeah, of course. Um, and then you had Morasic, and then. It come to the um, so what you'd be about seven and oh here, then you come to fight Dorian Darch, yes, who's another. He's this is a winning record as well, yeah. Dorian Darch, and the, I know the same, the same thing happened as happened with Paul Butlin, basically the same sketch because I was maybe fighting this big black geezer. What's his name? Um, I can't remember, okay, big so, unit, he had a winning record, as yeah. Well. But he pulled out, and then um, it was the same sketch as Paul Butlin. You know, I mean, I see, I see Dorian Darch. I was like, I want to fight him. Yeah, because he's yeah. another. Yeah, he was he, another one that was. Test, you know what I mean? He's um, doing bits in the uh, bare knuckle. Yeah, I've moment. heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, I obviously, um, and I think I was there for that, that as well. Um, but as I remember, and a friend of the show, Martin Hillman, asked me, "How did that fight go?" Because that was an absolute terror. Yeah, yeah. I got um, I got injured leading up to that fight. I, I got a bad chest injury where I couldn't spar. Right. You know what I, mean? I didn't spar all the way leading up to that fight. And obviously, my my usual plan is to work behind my jab and uh, you know, I mean, keeping long. He's a bit smaller than me, keeping long. But the first round, I was trying to work behind my jab, and I had no range. Obviously, you you need to spar to get your range. Yeah. And I had no range, and every time I'd throw something, it'd catch me, it'd drop me in the first round. And I was like, and then that you're then trying to catch up with yeah. things. Yeah, because obviously, you? Uh, I don't know if it was a 10 8 round, or I don't know, I don't know how it was scored the first, probably, first, yeah. first round, but obviously, I'm up against it now. I've yeah. got, and no way I'm fucking losing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was it, that was just go for it, just head down, hands up, just go in swinging, you know what I mean? Because obviously, I, I what I was doing, trying to box him, weren't working. Yeah. So we're going to war. And then that you have that war, and then after that, obviously it, cut, it comes it comes out as a draw. And I imagine if you don't get put down, you win that fight. Yeah. Then you come up against who's current heavyweight champion, Daniel Dubois. Uh huh. Yeah. That's when all the plans changed. How did that come about? Um. Basically. I had to move back in with my mum and dad. Right, okay. You know what I mean? So I had nowhere to live. So... Your life situation Yeah, my changed. life situation changed massively. 
And obviously, I've got my kids. My kids couldn't stay with me because I'm living with my mum and dad, do you know what I mean? Now I've got offered this fight. We've got offered a lot of money to fight. Yeah, I can he, imagine. He, he was knocking everyone out in the first yeah. and second rounds. No one wanted to fight him. And then uh, Joe said, like, we've got this fight, this amount of money. I was like, yeah, all right then. <laughs> Ray was dead against it. To Joe, be fair... To be fair, I think even I'd have turned around and said, I'd have, in my but like a personal, a bit like opinion, that is it's a brave fight to take as well. Yeah, brave and stupid and whatever, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I've built up this career doing mm. doing the way you're meant to do, you know, yeah. where you, you find these journeymen to build up to the title thing and then I'm sort of chucking it away sort of thing for the money. But a life situation like, at the yeah. time, I, I, I had to. I had to. Joe was against it. Ray was against it. But then I was like... If Joe was against it, though, he was the one that offered it. Yeah, he, he, he gives me all the offers. Yeah, he okay. Don't, he don't hide things from me. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? We've got this. I don't think you should do it. But we've got this if you want it. So he was dead against it as well? Joe weren't up for it. Ray weren't up for it. But then I had a little think about it. I was like, I've got no choice. I've got it. And then, obviously, then they were on board. And then we, we, we went for it. Right. And then, like, if um, if I remember rightly, was it? It was on BT, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, I felt I, I remember watching it, and Daniel Dubois. Unfortunately, he was doing Daniel Dubois things, and he, uh-huh. I just remember how. So I'm going to ask you something. Because of you see him knocking everyone out, how hard does he hit? I was surprised because um, we we trained. You see in the fight we. Our game plan was to go in and just mess him up, just mm. get inside, just stick my elbow in his yeah. face, you know what I mean? Just, just be horrible. Hearts. Just be horrible to him. But I was surprised that he, he didn't hit nowhere near as hard as I thought he was going to hit. No? No. If, if I knew he hit that hard, I would, have, I would try to box him a little bit more. But, but it, was, it was more, you know, you get two types of fighters. You get the um, people that hit you that are crack. Yeah. You know what I mean? They fucking hurt the natural yeah just like a crap nice yeah. and sharp crisp you know what I mean they're the ones that hurt he was a fud you know what I mean fud fud obviously strong as an option yeah but no he didn't hit as hard what he was he, he was like trying to fight a fucking gorilla <laughs> you know what I mean he, he was strong 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 geezer he just just wore me out if, if you've seen that fight after, after the first round, it felt like I'd done like 10. Yeah. Okay. He'd he done all the old tricks of sitting on top of me, you know, he messed it. Just, yeah. Oh, my God. And and as you see now, well, he's only lost to Joe Joyce. Yeah. His resume is really fucking good. Uh-huh. He's really good. And he uh, he's young as well. Re- like, for a heavyweight, he's really young. He's got a world title fight coming up, hasn't he? He, um, he won the WBA regular over yeah. in America. Again, knocking the fella out as well, which was unusual to go over in America and find it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's fighting Usyk uh-huh. next, isn't he? So he's no mug, is he? Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's no mug. So you fought Dubois, right? Before I get to your next fight, what's your next move? Was you thinking? Now you obviously you've earned a chunk of money. Are you looking then to carry on your career yeah. or? Obviously, what happens next? You uh-huh. end up fighting Martin Bacoli. Uh-huh. Where did that come from? Because now you've gone from yeah. Well, um, I fought Dubois, and then I bought a caravan with that money. Mm-hmm. So um, that's it. I've got something, got to, live something now. to live. Yeah. You know, I've, I've only recently I've moved out of it. The beginning of this year, me and my wife oh. bought a house now. So I've only just moved out of it. But that that was me sorted. 
you know what I mean? I've got somewhere to live now. I was on my own. and But then um, I got greedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll taste this. I've never had money in my life. You know what I mean? I come from a poor background. You know what I mean? Same as everyone else. Yeah. I've never seen that money in my bank like, wow. You know what I mean? And then about two months later, they offered me this against Piccoli for another chunk of money. And I was like, well, my car's quite old. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I got myself a nice BMW out of there. <laughs> yeah. So that, and that's where you end up with Bacoli then? Yeah, yeah. What and was he like? Because he's another one, and I um, I always see his trainer, Billy Nelson. Him and um, Sam, uh, what's his name? Who's the other? There's uh, another, oh, I forgot his name. I see him and um, he's the promoter of Joe Joyce. I forgot his name. Sam. Who? Who's the promoter of Joe Joyce? Oh, I don't know. Oh, basically, I always see them having a back and forth in, uh, on Twitter. They, he's so funny. And um, so I see a lot of Martin Bacoli. I see uh-huh. a lot of him. And again, I see his last fight. Really talented boxer. Again, mm-hmm. genuinely really talented. How was he like to fight? Well, when I, when I fought Dubois, I thought, right, just going to try and mess him mm. up. Just like, I don't stand much of a chance here, but I'm going to give it a go and I'm going to try my best. But Coley, I thought I could beat. Okay. I honestly did. Yeah. I, thought, I thought I've got a good chance of beating this geezer. So I went in there like full of confidence, thought, I was, thought I'd do well. And then um, it didn't go too well. Is he deceptive? Oh, fuck. Like, like I said, you know, like I said with uh, Dubois, his punches like clubbing. Yeah. And then, then you've got the crackers. Yeah. Bacoli was a cracker. Okay, okay. See, you are done. Oh, my God. I got called with the first jab, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Not, not a fan of this. Nah, nah. I, I threw a body shot. Stupidly, I, I threw a body shot out of range, and he took a step back and threw his left hook. And he just knocked everything out of me, cracked my eye socket, broke my eye yes. socket. Yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That, and I remember there was some worry because I remember speaking to Joe after. There was some worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went down like I went like Bambi, yeah. fell in the middle of the ring. You know, what I mean, I got back up, but he came in to finish me. Done a very good job at doing that. I went. I was just slid down the ropes. So I got back up again. I couldn't see a thing at this time. You know what I mean? My eye was broke. I, I couldn't see anything. And then the ref come in and he was like, stop. Yeah, gone. I was yeah. like, bang, fuck, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so you then, um, I imagine from your eye, it took a few years, a few years yeah. away. Um, yeah. Was you still training or did you just? No, I was doing bits and pieces, ticking along. You know so I mean? the light just... hadn't had gone no, out? No, no, I wanted to get back. All I wanted to do was get back. Then you come up against Phil Williams. Yeah. Which I don't know if you are. I spoke to you that after that fight, and I just remember the body shots. Uh-huh. I was like, it was such an impressive performance when you were you were going in, and it was just like the the body shots were there all day long. And I was like, I remember Sanjia. We spoke. You might not, obviously. I imagine you don't remember, but me and you spoke, and I just remember I was like, he's going to be pissing up blood. And he was like, it was a game plan. Was it after the fight? After the fight, yeah. yeah probably a bit rattled. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Trust me, I take no, no. It's just one of those where I just remember seeing it. I was just like, 
Wow, them yeah. body shots, them body shots were so good, and it was like I'm surprised. I I think it was like the third. He started to sort of well. I, I met do you rem- like is it a blur to fight or do you remember? I remember bits and pieces. Yeah, of it. but that 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 was like I was been out of the ring for like three years. You know what I mean? I thought it was a really impressive performance. Like yeah, it didn't miss a step. And I ain't trying. I'm not here to smoke uh, blow smoke up your ass. I just remember I was like wow. To carry on and getting back onto uh-huh. the thing, or was it so? Was it to get back onto it, or was it just uh, one last hurrah type? Oh, it, it was to get back into it. So, you, I, COVID, I, I, yeah, I, I broke my eye socket. Yeah, it took about because I went with the NHS because mm-hmm. I weren't spending the money that I've just done <laughs> <laughs> on a private getting the eye fixed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was hoping it was going to be a bit quicker, but it took about um, took about a year or so from to get my operation then after the operation it was about a year or so recovery yeah and then covid it so there's another year so that was three years that i lost and i think a lot of with speaking to a few of the guys i think i i it's not actually it's something i've learned whilst doing this this podcast is that covid has affected a lot of people uh-huh. and i think through boxing as well so like I said, so after the Phil Williams fight, was there any plans to fight again? Or yeah, well, um, in between, like when when I was injured, hmm. then I, I, was, I met my wife, okay. now my now wife, yeah, and uh, obviously I started a new life. Then you know what I mean. I, I need basically, I got injured. My life was boxing. I, I was doing I was doing a job with. Uh, with a good mate of mine, Steve, uh, just fencing, just doing a little bit of work, training, and uh, my life was boxing. That gets taken away from me. Then I was just like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I went a bit, spiralled a bit out of control. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Because which... there, there was a void that needed filling, and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. But then, um, then I met my wife, and... Uh, Started to build myself up. I started my company, Troops Construction. Okay. With uh, obviously we were ex-engineers, but with my brother. So um, yeah, I, I started to build a whole new life. You know, what I mean, without boxing. Yeah. But, and then I got my license back. And I was like, right, let's go again. I had this fight. Leading up to it, I was excited and that, and then I had the fight, and I was like. Is that it? Right, yeah. <laughs> it didn't really have the same thing for it. And especially my, my two fights before that against uh, Dubai, against Cody, it was a televised event. Yeah. So it was a big thing, you know what I mean? There's all the interviews before, the cameras, the everything. Then going back to a small hall show, when I've already built my new life, and it's just like... Uh, the flame sort the of... The flames sort of fizzled out. Could, and you'll probably attest to this, boxing I, is a very selfish sport. And the level that you were at over the what other people, you have to dedicate yeah. yourself. And then sometimes you can probably look back at our family, maybe have come second yeah. and stuff like that, which I can imagine. Yeah, but when, when I was boxing before, I had my two kids, but I wasn't with their mum. So like they, they were sort of uh, weekends and during the week yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? So I had time to train. But then I've, I've, I've got married and, uh, you know, I've got a new baby now. And, yeah, family first. Always. Yeah, of course. So from that then, I take it there's no plans to fight in the future? Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right, then. Uh-huh. All right. So I'll start 
what's uh, what's the future old for you then? <sighs> Me and my wife's in talks at the moment. Right. She's in Lithuania. My wife's Lithuania. Okay. And every August she goes out there for a month. And uh, I've, I've literally come back from there on Tuesday. I went mm-hmm. out there to see him a week because like, I ain't seen him for a while. Yeah, of course. And uh, we was actually having talks as I was leaving. You know what I mean? Saying, oh, I want to get back in. I want to get back in. I want to do it again. You know what I mean? But I want to go on the road this time. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I want to be one of them journeymen. So you're going to be a journeyman. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Yeah. It's the money and no ticket selling. Yeah. I ain't got no pressure. Yeah. I just travel around. I'll see different venues. I hopefully travel the world. But like... Tom Dallas, he's been in mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll have a bit of that. You know, win, lose, or draw, it's, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't uh, matter. And I, I will say this, I've got respect for that as well because the uh, what you will find now, people will go, oh, well, you're there to lose. And you're like, no, I'm, like, like you said, earn money, no tickets, fuck it, let's just have a laugh. Not not there to lose. It's, yeah. not, it's not about losing, it's just you got all the odds stacked against yeah, you. Which, Everything, you've got to knock them out to get a draw, basically. Yeah, you which is I mean? difficult, and some people can't handle that, and some people, but I imagine this may take you back to a bit of your army days yeah. as well. Yeah, just just not worry, just enjoy it, just train and, and go and fight, and that's it. Mm. Who that's would it. you be under if you was to go back? Is it still Joe? Yeah, yeah, I'll stay with Joe, there's no point. Joe's done a very no, good job. No, of course. And, uh, like, yeah, well, I trust him, and uh, yeah, he's a mate, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. You, you can't... You can't Loyalty, yeah, trust, you know what I mean. Which is a scarce thing in boxing, as we know. Yeah. Um, Joe gets uh, mentioned quite a lot with us because obviously we all know him, yeah. and um, everyone says similar things with him. That obviously he's done things for people, and he gets, I think, good plaudits that yeah. he deserves. Yeah, yeah, he does a very good job. He he just goes around and chats to everybody, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, you know I mean, he's he, goes to, he goes to the shows with his dodgy accent. With his dodgy accent, right? Yeah. He, 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 does, he does the job. He opens mm. doors, and he's never done me any wrong. And everything I've seen for him do for other people, he's done very, very well. Yeah, and I have to give him props for when he thinks he's took people where he can't then further he'll then push them elsewhere uh-huh. he'll go and find someone to help push them elsewhere and I've, that's another thing I've noticed um, Grant Dennis is a good example of that he went I think he said he can't take him any further so he ended up putting him with Lee Eaton mm-hmm. and then so Joe's I think and Joe and Grant are good mates Yeah, and I think I respect what Joe's done there because I can imagine it's hard when you're building and then you go oh well, I can't and then push them elsewhere isn't yeah. it so, yeah. Um, anything else? No, oh, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? So, before you go, I'm going to test your boxing knowledge. I don't know if you've listened. Oh, God, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, what I like to do or what we like to do when Sam's normally here, um, we like to get your perfect boxer but via different attributes. So, if I was to say... In, and it can be any time in boxing. It doesn't have to be today. It could be any time in boxing. Um, if I was to say who's got the best chin to you, who would you? Chin? Yeah. I only really know heavyweights. It's fine. That's, we stick to heavyweights. Let's stick to heavyweights. Chin. I, I think what Rocky Marciano, but Tyson Fury. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, when, when he got dropped by from Wilder, Wilder, what was yeah. that? What a freak! Yeah. <laughs> um, footwork. Footwork, Ali. 
boxing IQ. Uh, music. Uh, punch power. Punch power. A wilder. Yeah, yeah. Defensive. Defensive. Defensive fury. And attacking prowess. So not like that punch power, but that like where someone's good at like. Attacking. Hmm. Oh no! Oh no! We just say Joshua. Just uh, yeah, just yeah. So I know it's fine. Um, cheers, um, Dave, for joining us. Uh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Obviously, our apologies for uh, Sam not being here, but yeah, it's uh, been nice to actually hear your career. And thank you for joining us. Thank um, you very much. Uh, if uh, you like the episode, uh, three pound a month on Patreon and follow us on our socials, the JMS Boxing Podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.